All right. Thank you, BBS Radio. So here we are on the Wednesday evening, February the 2nd, 2022. Questions and answers with the Elohim. You can submit a question per email to questions at why would they want why would they why would they want to submit a question? They don't even know what we do. I don't know. Sure they do. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just being cruel. Hey, when? Forget it. Yeah. When? <laughs> I uh, I submitted a couple of my own questions, and I resubmitted Ija's long and involved questions about uh, Egypt and uh, Christianity connection. So that's all from her. In that. Okay. These are my protests. Who is this, Michael? No, it's Don. I have a, I have a question. And we did have someone else join in. Good evening to you. Feel free to say in my location. Uh, Janine from Salt Lake City. Welcome, Janine. Hi, Janine. Hi, Janine. Hi, everybody. Ready for my question? Nope. I am. <laughs> Sound a little muffled, man. Uh, no, I don't think so. Wait a second. Terry's looking for her headset. Okay. Um. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. It's Ken Mississauga. Welcome, sir. Welcome, Ken. Good evening. Ken. Hi, Ken. My phone crashed, so I couldn't dial earlier. All right. Welcome back. Bring your computer in here, okay? Well, if you're new to this, particularly those listening in on BBS radio, we are communicating with sources from a higher realm. They tell them they tell us they are from the Council of the Elohim and also another group so is the Ra group. And you do have the option tonight here live on this conference call slash radio show to ask a question. You can submit a question for email to questions at intelligent infinity.com. And we have another live caller. Join in. Welcome. Feel free to say name and location. Jyoti Nisikwa. Welcome, Jyoti. Hi, Jyoti. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi, Jyoti. Hi. All right. I think when BBS is here, VOIP is the way to go. Yeah, I'm going to put Terry on VIP right now. My name is Winfrey, and sit down and make yourself comfortable. I'm going to put the computer on VOIP. Mm-hmm. Um, and in two... Pardon me? I'm going to call you in on the computer. That's yeah, Lauren. Terry? Works. Welcome, hey. Lauren. Hello. Hello. I'm Joy and Squim. Hi, Joy. 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 Squim, squimming along. 
Vin, let me start the recording, okay? You still have a question? Well, I I I I just want to get Terry on, guys. Okay. Um. Somebody's calling me. Oh, that's me. You're calling me. Not on the phone, but on the call. Okay. I have a question. <laughs> Just a moment. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to be talking to an intelligence. It's probably a million miles away if they measure time, okay? And they're, they're talking to me through Terry Brown, who um, can't find her headset. <laughs> At least she's not <laughs> unmuted. And, <laughs> and you know, I've I known Terry for a long time, and it's not surprising to me that she's channeling a source a million miles away. Or more. <laughs> they are a million miles life. away, but they're also right here. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you, you know what? I love Terry, and she is amazing. And um, if it sounds like I'm making fun of her, I probably am slightly. <laughs> That's because you not, love her. Not a, not a, well, I only make fun of people that I love. You should know. <laughs> You're like the uh, kid who pulls a girl's pigtails because he likes her. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how I am? Yes. Yes. You must really yes. love me. <laughs> as long as you don't dip it in the inkwell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, okay, hang on. I can't get her... So what I'm doing is I'm trying to open up Terry's computer to the conference call line. And has your internet been working today, Terry? Uh, it's been off. And it's not connecting. And we got people all over the world I here. Just calling. I'm calling. Just call it. You know, there was was another coronal mass ejection, like, recently. I had a very bad thing to say, but I I repressed myself. (laughs) Thank you. Well done. Should I tell you what it was? No. Nope. Don't blow it. Uh, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. 
didn't, but that's okay. <laughs> Everything will be better tomorrow. Mercury's going to go direct tomorrow. All electronics. Are, my phone just died for five, 10 minutes. I couldn't get it booted. Rebooted it, and it wouldn't come up also, until I hit the button. Huh. We, we also have that, the that's check the that, which lasts for about a week. Astrology <laughs> says Mercury... <laughs> But they fetched maybe, last uh, for about a week. Maybe I'll and ask my okay. question next week. Okay. Hello? Four, four or five days, everything will work. Great. Oh, good. Can you, can you hear me? Is Terry there? No. Yeah. Yes, Terry's here now. Hello. Hi, Terry. Welcome, honey. Hi, Hi. Terry. Hi. Hello. We can hear you. Hi. All right, good. Yeah, I'm on the speakerphone. I don't know what happened to my headset. Um, just we Okay, you stay on the speakerphone. And everyone on BBS, you know, this call is really worth Muted. This is... Hold on, we didn't, you want me to start the recorder? Here we go. It is uh, 2222. The recording has started. This is February 2nd, 2022. Lee Free and Terry Brown in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere. And we're doing this call on a conference line. And we actually started out doing it on a conference line. And there's a number of people on the conference call. And there are some of you on BBS and some of you are listening to a replay. And we started these calls. Now, now there's an echo. You guys hear an echo? Losing you win. Can you hear an echo? Yes. No, no echo. We hear you right now, clear. You hear me now? Yes. Yeah, right, I clear. think that. Uh, when when I mute myself, then there's no echo. But I don't know how I'll do channeling. But anyway, I'm muting myself. No, don't mute yourself. There's no echo now, Terry. So you're okay. It's a good thing Heise is our producer. Um. All right. All right, we're going to, we bring in a protective energy. And, uh, and then I'm going to start asking questions that you all have submitted for tonight. And for whatever reason, uh, 
Maybe it's the corona. The, not the coronavirus, the corona mass ejection. And it's screwing up electricity. I think Don said they were having trouble today, too, when he was... Can you hear me, guys? Yes, I can. Hello? Yes. You didn't lose me at all? No, you're good. Okay. So we are going to ask some questions to an intelligence that doesn't have bodies. It's pure energy in another dimension. And my partner, Terry Brown, they are going to speak through her. Okay? And answer these questions and they can see things that we can't see. They can see our patterns, they can see our past lives, they can see uh, what's going on in the universe. Mother God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us, we create a protect, protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And we have sources present. 
Yes, we greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We take a moment and we adjust ourselves to be in connection with everybody on the call that wishes to have uh, in uh, the affinity to be connected with. And if we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it as it is only information that you can use, makes sense, helps you with your evolution uh, that we are intending uh, to give. Do you have questions? Yeah. First question from Isis. Have I connected to Ra'an in a past life and served others with this connection? Now, uh, I'll insert the question. Has Ra'an ever identified itself as Ra'an before? Since this is a combination of the Ra and the Elohim. Um, when I was an oracle in Egypt helping people, was on a connection helping me with this? Much love, Isis. At the time, uh, we were not um, hooked up as a group or by the name of Ra'an. However, we were uh, as a frequency. Um, on the frequency of uh, Egypt and uh, alert for individuals calling uh, and asking questions, and we were available as raw. However, there were other um, others that you were in touch with. Uh, give us a moment. We see that you had ability to open to the um, eighth density, the uh, highest octave in your, um, the highest density in the octave that you are in. and you have the ability to open to intelligent infinity and thus uh, connect with the Akashic uh, records and uh, the Hall of Records, uh, much like KC. Um, there were, as an oracle, there were. Uh, others that you connected with also. It was not Ra'an, and we as the Elohim, it was not um, we we are looking as you did much work there. 
we um, don't see that you connected with Laon as we formed in uh, this lifetime of yours uh, in Cherries and Winds uh, to come through particularly to this group. Thank you. Thank you. Next question. How may someone discern a positive entity from a negative entity pretending to be positive? Say it again. How may someone discern a positive entity from a negative entity who is pretending to be positive? Thank you. Um, and whose question is this? It's Don Herman. Okay. We are, give us a moment. We are looking at this. Uh, there are some energies of a negative nature that are able to come in to um, the frequencies and uh, pretend to be positive. Uh, so this is a very good question. How do you tell the difference? Um, One of the ways to tell the difference is what is the information they are bringing in. Um, a, um, a negative uh, being is not able to hold to a positive, a, a positive track and will leave clues in the information that they bring through of their negativity. Um, it is very subtle. Uh, they may siphon off energy from you in the contact. Um, they may have frequencies that uh, don't seem uh, positive to uh, leave you um, with perhaps uh, goosebumps or, or, well, not necessarily goosebumps, but just creepy feeling, a creepy feeling or an energy of um, that you can't you feel like you might not be able to totally trust. Um, there was one instance where Terry was jailing and uh, a negative um, being stepped in and uh, the was giving answers and the answers uh, suddenly change to be a complex negative nature 
So this was very obvious. Um, it can have uh, lower frequencies with it that the positive might not have. Um, it is a matter of discernment. Uh, what are you looking at? What are you bringing in? Um, there is, uh, when you get uh, proficient at channeling, uh, then uh, it is something that one can just simply tell by the uh, feel of the connection. Uh, it may be coming in at the same frequency, but uh, there's aspects of it that just uh, don't ring uh, true information that doesn't uh, seem right. Thank you. Thank you. I would say... You know, if you're used to listening to our sources and if you come to the conclusion that they're positive, you'll notice they go to great measures not to infringe on free will, not to right. make you a follower. Um, and, and there is a feeling of their presence, which some people feel and other people don't. Or maybe they do, but they don't identify it as such. But it's like those are signs uh, that are pretty fast. You know, again, you can analyze the information you get from a source and, and see if it deviates over a period of time. Because um, a negative source has a reason to contact you. And it, it would have a self-serving reason, okay? So um, you can just analyze your source and see, you know? Just like you have to analyze and uh, you have to discern with a human... Yeah. I mean, one time I did a session, I got a little worried because they said, you know, a bunch of guys are talking about you up here and they didn't expect you to get as far as you got. <laughs> this was years ago. And uh, I kept saying to myself, are they flattering me or is it real? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I remember that. In any case, thank you for the answer. And we have another question from, um, let's see here, Michael Adler. I'm curious to know how my friend Rebecca Elsewhere is doing since their death in late November in Poway, California. 
it seems to me she has gotten very busy but still shows up to see me from time to time. I'm curious what agreement she and I may have may have for the new this new association, meaning after she died, I assume. And whether I can association with Michael, uh, the association she's having with him after she died, I I believe is what he means. And whether uh, I can request you read her. it again as your phone cut out when you were saying it. Okay, so I read it. To me, Rebecca has gotten very busy. It still shows up to see me from time to time. I'm curious what agreement she and I may have for this new association and whether I can request her to perform some energetic task to help others or myself, such as healings or messages, etc. I've noticed I can call her, call her in, and soon afterwards she will respond. Will she become a guide? How does she train for that? What's her new job? How is she enjoying life without a body? Thank you for your comments, and I hope everyone will benefit from the answers. Thank you. Thank you. When you think about this, think about her as think about her when she was around you. Well, what was her commitment? Um, was she um, did did she have her own projects? Um, for one to be a guide, one uh be a good guide, one uh, need be really, really service to others uh, and really committed to others. Um, if she is very creative and taking on her own projects, it's like when you were, she was alive, taking on her own projects and uh, showing leadership and leading the way. Um, and we and and it to us as we look at her it uh, we see uh, that she is getting uh, somewhat excited about uh, different things that she is doing and uh, she is becoming busy at them. Uh, she does we see work with people. Um, of her own choosing and uh, people that call. Um, you might try uh, to uh, give her, you know, just mention something that you would like her to work on, but uh, just um, not say for her to work on it, but just see if you you can 
feel an interest from her when she shows up. Um, you could ask her even and then see if um, it's something that she would like to work on or do. Um, but she does. She has certainly degree, as we see, have her own agenda. Thank you. Thank you. Now. She has adapted very well. Go ahead. Okay. Next question is from... This is another question from Don Herman. If the different densities are bands of frequency, are they possibly created as a form of standing waves? And if so, what is the, what is creating? Sanding wave. Give us a moment. It is much like the uh, musical notes on the piano where there is a resonating um, body of uh, energies um, that uh, are within a certain uh, musical uh, range and uh, within an octave it is spoken down into a different uh, notes. Um, it is much more complicated than being a standing wave. Uh, it is active, vibrational, high. It is uh, stabilization of um, musical notes, as you might say, into a certain uh, ranges, into certain octaves. Um, It, it, we would not call it a standing wave uh, as it is composed of uh, many vibrational uh, frequencies uh, operating uh, together within a certain range. Thank you. Thank you. Next question is from 
see here. Dharmananda. I wrote this and felt much peace after saying this command. Is it working? You, you sound cut out. Could you start again? From Dharmananda. He wrote something, and he wants to know if it's working. It's kind of a, a, a prayer of sorts. We are creating our lives with every thought we think, our beliefs, and especially our words. Here is an intention we should all say out loud every day, feeling and believing it to be real, right now, not in the future. God's word is your word, and your word is God's word. Please say this out loud while believing and feeling it to be true, now and every day as you read it. Thank you. by my word, I command that there is perfect peace, love, harmony, and respect everywhere on earth right now. Now, Dharmananda, that stands out right there as inappropriate, coming from a high source, because you cannot command the negative to do things they don't want to do. There is a complete absence of war, famine, suffering, sickness, pain, and crime everywhere. Everyone is now aware that all is one and sees the one infinite creator in themselves. Everyone and everything everywhere, heaven on earth, is now manifested. This is now created and done from the heart of the one infinite creator within me. So be it now. Okay, so this question is, uh, is it working to say that? And give me some feedback. Thank you. Uh, We remind you, you are in the third density, the density of choice, the density of where um, there is not complete understanding. There is more distortion in the third density as the four paradoxes that are going on, say, between the paradox of war and peace, it's like they're not totally understood. There are large uh, areas of... um, you might say understanding that uh, is lacking and is not filled in. Uh, so in that density, as you do your prayer, uh, the uh, elements that are for uh, the peace and the harmony and the uh, total uh, getting along uh, will... Uh, respond, but there will be areas that will uh, not resonate with our theories of disharmony, uh, the uh, areas where one might be really mad at another uh, because of some uh, uh, theory that went on, or, 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 that uh, 
will not resolve by your prayer. Uh, but uh, if your prayer indicated uh, that those uh, that were uh, in uh, harmony and uh, that could uh, grasp what you were saying, but uh, applied to uh, then uh, this uh, might make your prayer work better. We hope that that covers it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have a message or a question from a gentleman who submitted it. Here it is. One card I've been looking for. Uh, and I promised him I read it this, this week. Okay. This is from Dave Ferringer in um, Mercer, Pennsylvania. We know that Bigfoot and Thunderbirds are real, but are there any other cool critters currently running around or swimming around, like like Nessie, the Loch Ness monster, Champ? Uh, Chipapanga, Chipam, uh, I can't read this one, Ogo Pago, <laughs> in any case, uh, and and the rock, the rock nest monster, is it just an eel? Okay, uh, can you follow that? Um, yeah. He wants to know, are, okay, go ahead. Uh, these uh, uh these things uh he's uh derivations from a reality. Some of them have been uh built up and uh <coughs> first is Lachness monster. <coughs> there is a creature that uh has been seen that uh people have labeled the Lachness monster. Um there is a family of creatures, and so when one, it's only considered perhaps one, but uh, there is more. And <laughs> it does not appear uh, very often, but uh, it has appeared, and uh, and then the stories about it uh, grow and get out of hand. Uh, so to make it more than it is... Um, these things that you mentioned uh, are generally based upon some um, event or, or belief of uh, a people, <coughs> people uh, that, um, that uh, the, there is a base for it and uh, it has built itself up, and uh, the stories have gotten uh, uh, more uh, fanciful, um, but there is basis for those. Okay. 
Okay, thank you. Now, I have way too many questions from CJ, and I can't deal with this many questions on a call like tonight when I have a lot of questions coming in. It's like a topic for a whole hour, okay? So, um... Can you read one question? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Was the Egyptian religion the primary foundation basis for Judeo-Christian beliefs? You know, I probably know the answer to that one really fast. No. Okay. Uh, the religion yeah, of Akhenaten uh, yeah. was the primary foundation basis for Judeo-Christian beliefs. And you can read that historically, okay? Um, and... I'm just going to read that one there, okay? Go ahead. And um, Jyoti asks for continued protection from the beings that are um, been bugging her. I'll leave it at that, okay? And um, I'll turn it over. Do you, yes. do you have anything to communicate uh, to Jyoti? Yes, be careful that uh, you don't uh, um, that you don't move into their frequency or um, if you you're very sensitive and so if you feel them coming in then move to a different frequency. Uh, if you have trouble moving out of their range and frequency, uh, then, uh, or if they follow you, uh, then even you might want to um, change location. And uh, so that's one thing you may look at is uh, other locations where they seem to bother you more. Uh, thank you. So when you say change location, do you mean actually move her home to a different location? No, I mean, uh, like if she feels about it, she's in her home and she feels about it, she move out of her home and, uh, I mean, to actually, like, go to a coffee shop, go to a restaurant, change your location right then, so the, in, and then... Uh, I gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, and then seek to, uh, as you are away from your home, uh, even uh, send a clearing to your home that they may vacate it. Okay. And then also check... Uh, about the location of your home, is it just some place that uh, these uh, entities are frequent? So she could stay in a motel sometime and see if it makes a difference. Right. One idea. Okay. Right. 
This is, this is from Sean in Vancouver. Is the law of attraction a real phenomena? And does that mean we have a 100% influence on our lives in this dimension? Or are certain aspects out of our direct control as such? And therefore, we are not totally in charge of our fate. And if you don't mind, let me try saying a few things about that, okay? Um, okay. First of all, the law of attraction makes it sound like the thoughts that are in your consciousness and your mind can attract things to you. And it, it does not take into consideration your subconscious things, which are always attracting things to you, which are beyond your conscious control. It also, and this always bugged me, it never included the highest good of all concerned. It was like a way um, to advance yourself and your position in life uh, and it was without including, including the highest good of all concerned, you would you probably wouldn't get help from the right sources on the other side. And uh, on that note, I'll turn it over to our sources. It also doesn't include the free will of others. Uh, right. It keeps you uh, attracting, uh, like, uh, like that you that you wanted money and you were pulling um working on attracting money, attracting money. Um like this could connect you up with all kinds of, of uh, maybe some bad sources, some good sources, a different you conglomerate of sources. Or where that uh, money was residing and trying to pull it into you. Uh, so, uh, to uh, being more specific uh, with including, as Wynn has mentioned, uh, the highest good of all concerned uh, in your. Uh, uh, attraction that you're doing at free will. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I mean, Sean, would you bring up part two of your question next week? Because we're going to have to go to whole plan healing and now Antonio is going to be mad at me because I didn't ask his question. But there's another question as well. And um, somebody somebody told me, I think his name was Lauren, that we're in the middle of a coronal mass ejection and it screws up things electrical on this planet. And it can screw us up too. A little bit, okay? So, um, but I think we're always in the middle of a coronal mass ejection 
when we start to, when we do the calls where we have channelings, have you noticed that? Um, whole planet healing works really smoothly. And when we have a channeling, there's all kinds of stuff that comes up at the beginning. The the Bluetooth are missing. Um, oh, here's the call. Here's the question I was thinking of. Okay. Thank you for sending that again because it was driving me crazy. All right. Uh, there is. Hang on. Bonnie is asking about the Fibonacci sequence. And she asked this last week, and when we get to it, I'm getting to it tonight. Then we're going to go to Hopa. What time is it? We got we got five minutes. Uh, I've been running so much. Thank you for everything you support. I've been wanting to see if you. No, I don't want to ask about him. Hang on a second. If I understand it correctly, the lenticular or Fibonacci spiral is the fundamental basis for all of creation in the universe we are experiencing. The movement of this form creates spinningness, which we've learned was key to the creation of the physical universe. Is this Fibonacci spiral in any of the other known universes? Or, or are these different universal laws chosen by the other logos which form their physical reality in other ways? In the beginning, did the movement created by the original awareness folding to observe itself create the original spin? Spinning is part of all of the universes. Uh, however, um, the uh, utilization of, of the spinning, as you might call it, uh, is very different, and uh, life is very different, has developed very differently in uh, in, the, in the different universes. So much so that when the uh, when when um, the beings from different universes attempt to get together to meet, they have a very hard time understanding each other. Uh, we had given a time earlier that uh, there are uh, some basics that are in common to all uh, the um, need for uh, the, the, the love uh, that is available is expressed in different ways. Uh, the life forms are very different in the different universes and languages uh, and communication ways are very different. Uh, 
the uh, spinningness is uh, a basis of uh, life and is uh, present in and we seek to check uh, life is uh, expressed very differently in the different universes. That's to make this is one of the basics. Thank you. Thank you. Could you explain what the Fibonacci sequence, I think it's sequence, let's see, is? Uh, it is a pattern of um, the ways that um, things are formed mathematically according to a certain series. Uh, at this time, uh, we are unable to bring that to a theory what the the different patterns, like one, two, uh, and and the progress of the uh, sequence of numbers uh, as they uh, are expressed in the Fibonacci series. It is not simply 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, nine, 10. Um, we suggest that you uh, could um, read the definitions. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to skip that for now. And um, I think we got to end this call. And um, I would apologize to Antonio for not getting to his call. But uh, as question, but we were going through all kinds of turmoil at the very beginning of the call and Terry couldn't get her phone working and I had to clear all of that Antonio of course he's not listening he's on whole planet healing so on that note thank you all for being here thanks all of you for asking questions and uh, and hi um, can you unmute everybody I don't need to Unmuted. Thank you. 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 And uh, I hope you'll stay. On that note, thank you. Disconnect this call. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye.
Hi, I'm glad right. oh, there you I am. Thank you. Welcome to the BBS listeners. Here we are live on BBS Radio. Thank you all. Yes, welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome Hi, Bonnie. to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? But only if you want to. Everybody is present. Hello. It's seven oh five. We're ready to start. Right. Hey, Wynn. Awesome. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Oh, I forgot to tell you I was here. You didn't know I was here, huh? <laughs> All right. Muted. All right. Jackie, are you present? Yes. All right. Vin, you want to start out or you want Jackie to start out? I'll start out briefly. All right. Okay. February the 2nd. Got the thing. This is February 2nd. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The recording has started. This is February 2nd, 2022. And this is a program we call Whole Planet Healing. And it has evolved over quite a long period of time to learn how to do this. And it started with communications between myself and this source in a very high dimension of the universe that identified itself by the name Council of Elohim, which when I looked it up, was one of the names for God in the Old Testament and the name the Mormons used for God. And they said they were different than that. They They said they were a higher octave of us And I'm going to turn it over. That was a moment of going into total blankness. <laughs> do you all go there with me? <laughs> what is he going to yep. do next? Yeah, <laughs> we did. So um, I turn it over to Jackie. She's Thank you. So, <laughs> like our Thank host. You, um, but what you just said reminded me you never finished the story about Mesa, Arizona for Gretchen. But that'll be another day because right now it's Wednesday, so we're welcoming the BBS radio listeners to our call. We always enjoy having you uh, come into our call because you add extra energy and strength to our efforts. And this call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us and the sources that Wynne just spoke about. And um, these sources have indicated that they are adding their energy to our requests on this call for healing, primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern it. 
And always we keep in mind that the principle of the highest and greatest good for all be observed. Now, at the beginning of this call, we always officially begin by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation, requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work, along with a shielding from any negative interference. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our individual souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Winfrey and Terry Brown uh, both join us on this call every evening. And after the invocation, they take a couple of minutes to share some of their thoughts or maybe a story or two from the past with us. So, Win, are you ready to do that now? Are you muted? <laughs> Terry, you could begin. All right. Okay. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. All right. I All can right. start. I can start. <laughs> okay. All right. right. Now, we are just a bunch of stumble bums today. But the spirit is here, and that's what's most important. You know, it's hard to believe that we do what we do. Even if I say it, we have established communication with intelligent beings in a very high dimension. And they have lovingly answered every question we have posed we have posed to them from very sophisticated questions to how the universe works to very earthy questions about how do we get along on this planet. And they're, they're very smart, and some of the information 
has never been in this realm. And then they have another ability. They have ability. They're not, they don't have bodies. They're energy units. And they have the ability to expand their energy into this realm and actually expand their energy into a person so that we can feel them. And they do that on this call. And and we read some of their uh, messages to us. So if you happen to be listening and you're open to that, don't go away because it's a very rare experience to make this kind of connection with them. It's so transparent. And I turn it over to Terry. Hi, everybody. Uh, well, you know what? I don't think of them as energy units. I think of them as being able to create energy, but they are like a life force. And uh, they are um, two groups that talk to us. One of them is uh, the Elohim group, and uh, they don't, uh, in, in the, they're uh, like spherical, or they can change their shape, uh, but they, they, it, they're creators of that. And uh, then the raw group uh, has merged uh, for the purposes of a call, some aspects of it, um, to be available to us. And uh, they have heated uh, bodies in uh, the physical universe previously and have graduated. Uh, so they're like um, a school uh, complex. And uh, then they can also create and send energy. And uh, we've done a couple thousand calls and uh, they're available on the spiritchannel.net. And welcome, everybody. Um, back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. Um, Terry just mentioned the couple thousand channelings that are on the Spirit Channel, but um, I'd like you to know she's responsible for the vast majority of those messages. Um, amazing, amazing work that Terry's brought forth. Now, we are so fortunate on this call because a special feature here every evening is that we have Bonnie from Corona, California, who's familiar with these archives on the Spirit Channel, and she chooses something uh, from that, from those archives, or something from a compatible resource, and she reads us something every night of interest. So, Bonnie, what do you have for us this evening? Hi, thank you. Before I start, I just wanted to clarify, there was a question on the previous call about the Fibonacci sequence. And it is so crazily simple. Uh, The sequence is one, two, three. You come to three because you're adding two plus one. So you have three, then five because three plus two is five. Then you have eight, because five plus three is eight. 
And it's just a natural progression of adding the previous number to the point, whatever point you're at, and this creates the spiral. So what I'm going to read tonight, we're going to return to this call that took place January 6, 2014. And this is a series of questions, uh, how the Elohim created the universe. And when asks a question, uh, there is something called the Schumann, which people call the frequency of the Earth. Is that the frequency of Earth's creation? And raw on through cherry answers, that is the frequency that the Earth vibrates at and is beneficial for Earth, for life in the Earth's plane, and the building and connection of the individual with the surroundings. They are connected as they are brought within the same resonance where people are, which keeps, helps keep the people in sync to help them create society. When does each human have a unique frequency? Uh on each human has a unique set of frequencies which make up his light body and which is his physical which his physical body operates at. When are those frequencies connected to the DNA? Yes. The DNA is one of generators of these frequencies. In the interactions in the life of an individual, depending upon how open he or she is, DNA strands can begin to vibrate and open up new gifts. When do the frequencies have to come from another person? Can they come from the higher realms? Do they come from the earth? How does it work? Raw on. They can come in from all of those sources. They can come in from the star body. They can come in from the surroundings. They can come in from the configuration of the individual with his astrological chart. These can all help resonate that individual in accordance with the lessons that he is beginning to open to, to learn, or to simply vibrate over and over with a repeating pattern, life after life, and attempt to move through that, move through those frequencies to break through. So the individual is able to take advantage of more frequencies so that he is able to get fulfillment from the fruits of his own life. Since we are, when, since we are talking about frequencies, frequencies have very specific values. Uh, the frequency of alternating current is 60 cycles per second. 
the frequency of light is such and such, and every color has a frequency. And can you artificially produce frequencies and assign a value to different areas of your body that would open up? Say the heart was 6,232 cycles. Is that possible? Ra'an. Robotically, to create a frequency may help to put that frequency within the body sphere so that the body can begin to recognize and help resonate at that frequency. For instance, if someone is lacking a strong foundation chakra, they may be lacking the note of C in their matrix. They may not resonate with the note of C. They may dislike the note of C. Getting a tuning fork or a singing bowl and putting the tone of C into their space may help them to some degree to establish that frequency. However, the reasons why they have not established a strong grounding frequency can help them more as they explore what it means to have a strong grounding frequency what it means to have a strong foundation, what it means to have the ability to sexually express themselves with another person and to receive love and to give love. This is a fuller spectrum of what they need to get the chakra working rather than merely to have them listen to the note of C or E or the missing note, the weak note in their matrix. Now, are we talking about audio frequencies right now? That is correct. And I'm going to leave off from that. I love you all. Turn it back to you, Jackie. Thank you. Great message tonight, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Well, in this next portion of our call, we get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the current earthquake and volcanic activity on our planet. Uh, Our sources have asked us to stay informed of these current activities, and also they've advised us that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So as Jennifer guides us to each of these areas of activity, let's gather our group energy and focus that calming energy to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thanks, Jackie. Tonight, as we typically do, uh, I would like to invite Mother Earth to journey with us as we go around the globe, tamping down those hot spots. (laughs) So tonight... The first place we're going to look at is Hawaii, and Hawaii had a really calm day today. Um, just two low levels under two up on Mauna Loa, and Pahala had a 2.8, and there were 18 earthquakes in Pahala. So that area is always swarming. So let's just send calm down, and hopefully it'll be a good day tomorrow too. And let's make sure that we send it down to what we cannot see, the, the hot spot that Hawaii sits on. 
any fault lines, fracture zones, and the undersea volcanoes to send calm to everything surrounding and on the island. And now we're going to move to the southernmost portion of the Ring of Fire that's active. And that's going to be actually south of New Zealand. There are some islands. I don't know if anyone lives there. Auckland Islands, and they had a 5.2. Now, this is directly on the Kermadec Trench. And then we move up, bypassing New Zealand. They didn't have much of anything today. Up to the south of the Kermadec Islands, there was a 5.5. And then moving up to the Kermadec Islands, we had a 5.5 and a 5.2. We actually have two 5.5s there. So that area is swarming like crazy, and they're good-sized earthquakes. This area is the most um, active, I would say, in the Ring of Fire. Then we're going to continue northward to Tonga. They had a 5.5. And then moving moving over to Fiji, which is west of Tonga, we had a 4.6. And then we're going to skip over to Papua New Guinea. We had a 4.9. And that's westwardly. And then we're going to look at the Indonesian Crescent, which is always busy. But the largest I found there today was a 4.8. And we do have some active volcanoes. Merapi, which is um, very active, and it has lava. Luatolo, which has been, hasn't been too active recently, but it's back again. Semeru. And here's another one that I... Batu Terash, and that is on uh, Indonesia as well. And then moving, now we're going to head north, and we're up to the Philippines where we had a 4.5, and Tall Volcano is spewing ash. So we send calm to Tall. And then moving northward to Japan, we had a 4.4, and Sakurajima and Suwanozajima both erupting. And moving north to the Russian Peninsula, we didn't have seismic, but we had three volcanoes, Shivalech, Kurinsky, and Chikorotsky. And those three volcanoes are all active today. Now we're going to move eastward towards Alaska. <clears throat> First place we come to, of course, is the Aleutians. And we did have a 4.8 out on Fox Island and a 4.4 on Andrianov Island. And then on land, mainland, they did very well. They only had threes today. So we send the Aleutians, because that, that trench is very active. Send the trench calm, and it just relax and chill out. And then we're going to come down to Canada. Nothing was reported. Down into Washington, which you guys really did good today. But Mount St. Helens is rumbling there. And I would like just to take a 10 seconds and send calm to all the volcanoes in that area. Mount Rainier, Mount St. Helens, Mount Hood. Uh, Jeepers, I'm forgetting some of them, but all the volcanoes of uh, Washington and Oregon. And then moving down through California, it actually was a pretty good day in California. Um, We have the geysers always swarming. San Andreas had hit and miss. Nothing extraordinarily large. We did have a 2.8 at Aromas. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And there was a swarm there in that region. And then we come down into Southern California, 
Markleyville had a 3.5, and it was a swarm, and it's, oh, goodness gracious. I'm sorry. This is on the other side. I jumped ahead. <laughs> I'm back over at the Salton Sea. We had a 2.7 just south of the Salton Sea, and our largest uh, was Westmoreland, which there was a 3.0, and then on the eastern side of the state, seems as though the activity around south of Lake Tahoe has picked up somewhat. And that's that Walker Swarm, and they had a 3.5. Long Valley Caldera, 2.8. And Ridgecrest, just low-level swarms. And I also want to mention, um, La, uh, I'm sorry, Stanley, Idaho. We want to put them in the light. They had several low levels today. And Western Montana, they, had, they were very low. But nevertheless, anything in this area could be involved with uh, Yellowstone. And so now we're going to move down into Mexico. We had a 5.1 offshore. And there was a swarm there um, at Porto Madero. There were several. And this is on, directly on the middle American trench. It was in the sea. Then moving south to Guatemala, we had a 4.9. And we had two earthquake, or volcanoes there. Fuego erupting in Santiago. And then moving down south uh, to Costa Rica, we had a 4.0. And I want to take a quick trip on the other side of the plate, which is where the Caribbean is. And we had a 4.0, 4.1, I'm sorry, in Puerto Rico and a 3.8 in the Virgin Islands. Quickly back over to South America, we had Colombia, no seismic, but we have Nevada del Ruiz erupting. Ecuador, no seismic. We have San Jay and Reventador erupting. Southward to Peru, we had a 4.8. Southward still to Chile, we had a 4.2. And Villa Rica is erupting in Chile. And then all the way down to the southern tip of South America and come around towards the east, and we hit the South Sandwich Islands. We had a 4.9 there today. And then quickly, we're going to zip up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge to Iceland. We had a 4.0. And I was reading something today that they are really looking for another eruption. Um, they're not sure when it's going to come in Iceland, but let's just send them calm. And then we're going to move across the Strait of Gibraltar, which is always swarming, low levels. And then moving across Spain, France, and Italy, we had twos. And also Romania. We all had twos in that area. 3.0 and less in Greece. And then Cyprus, which is really Greece, but it's a Greek island. We had a 5.3. And then moving eastward to Iran, 4.7. Way up in Siberia, 4.0. And a 4.0 in China. And then that brings us, that concludes our trip around the world. I'd like to thank you all for participating, and I'll send you back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will take us on his guided visualization where he addresses many of the other issues that also concern us. But first, the phone lines will be unmuted, and you have the opportunity to put your concerns into the light always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. And if you are listening on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time for you to put forth your personal concerns. 
And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions tonight. And before I go, I would like to send blessings and any needed assistance to my friend Tal Noble, who crossed into spirit today. Thank you. Unmuted. I would like to ask for assistance in sending a love and light to our beautiful mother, our human family, our flora and fauna, and all the sentient beings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tom, Tom in San Jose asking for support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, and for Mike's lawsuit. Thank you. This is Jennifer from Greensburg. I'd like to put everybody on the call, on the healing list. Whatever your individual need is, present it to the Elohim. I also would like to extend this to our families, our loved ones, and also our pets. And I would like to make mention specifically to Wynn and Terry. I would ask everybody to send them love light energy to maintain their good health and their vibrance so they can continue this work. I would also like to make mention of Cecil and Betty. They need our prayers. Monica and Larry, and let's pray. Send extra for Larry, extra healing. Lauren in Washington, Tom in San Jose, White Dove in Willow, Phyllis and Joe T, both in Washington, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby, and Hyatt and Kathleen for healing. Mimi, our dear friend Mimi, who feels better today, so we want to send her an extra loving dose of healing. Maxalina and also Susan in Toronto and her son Ryan and her husband Peter. And I'd also like to put myself in this field of energy as I've been sick for five days. And I would like to say thank you to the Elohim. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. I'd like to put the awakening of humanity into the light, and I'd like to ask the Elohim to assist and accelerate this awakening. Thank you. Muted. Okay, this is Lynn. And we are going to do our closing realization. And it's kind of like a prayer for help to our planet. But it's different than a prayer because our sources don't demand that we worship them. And they say they're like our high-level friends in other dimensions and that we came to start a communication with us and they ended up trusting us. It's been going on now for 18 years. So we have a group energy with them. We have like wound our energies around each other. And you know, you know it happen, just happens naturally. Uh, you can avoid it. You say, I don't trust it, and it won't happen. But it just happens naturally as a result of affinity. 
And we now surround our planet with this group energy. And we now send the light of the universe, which some people call the Christ consciousness, to the surface of the earth. Like through our own energy, like we're repeater stations. And as we see that energy hitting the earth, it becomes connected to anything that can receive it. And we start by focusing on all the humans who are service to others. And the children and young people, we ask that as they get older, they can get wisdom, which they need to be the future of our planet. We go to the animals and the pets that help keep their master's energies open. And we go to the plant life, the trees, bushes, and and grass. And we send this energy to the plant life. Because the plant life carries this energy through its body, through its roots, into the earth. We send this energy to the rocks and minerals and the crystals. We send it to the insects who are part of the balance of nature like the bees, and ask for the preservation of their species. Finally, we go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. And now we penetrate our energies through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And as we have learned, the earth suffers because she has to process everything on our surface, and in particular, the humans. So we send love and healing to the earth and gratitude for being on her planet in this critical time.
we go to the energy waves that travel through the earth that terminate in potential volcanoes and earthquakes. And we send them calm energy. Jennifer went through all the earthquakes today that happened in the last 24 hours in volcanoes. And I'm going to touch on all the fault lines, which are the earthquakes and volcanoes of the future. And we're going to see if we can put a diversion energy so that we don't get the cataclysms that some people are predicting over this period of time. We go back to the surface of the earth. And we're going to go through the earthquake zones and the fault lines. Starting off with the ring of fire, the land masses surrounding the Pacific Ocean. We ask for a column of light penetrating through the perimeters of the Pacific Ocean, bringing calm to all those potential earthquakes. We go to the New Madrid fault line centered in St. Louis and the surrounding states and we send a column of light hundreds of miles in diameter through the ground, bringing calm energy to all the fault lines in that area. We go to the Mid-Atlantic Fall Line in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, stretching thousands of miles from the North Pole through Iceland, through the Atlantic to as far south as the tip of South America. And we put a longitudinal column of light along the length of this. And we send it through the water to the land underneath the water and the potential earthquakes and volcanoes. There's other areas in the world outside of these three major zones which are vulnerable 
larger of quakes. We ask our sources to help locate them And we go to any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth needs to release stress. And we ask they can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, and we start off with the coronavirus and its mutations, and we ask to render it harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and ask that they be strengthened. And we go to the vaccine and toxins in the vaccine and ask that they be transmuted. We go to the immune system of humans ask to have it strengthened and the vaccines, toxins in, transmuted. We go to the awareness of humans. We ask that more humans, as many as possible, increase their level of awareness and discernment. Having the knowledge of gaining the knowledge of the negative agendas that are running rampant on our planet. We ask that the qualities of awareness and discernment be tied in with the quality of awareness of each person's ability 
to reach a higher level of consciousness and make their own contribution to the shifting of these negative events that are designed to control the humans on planet Earth. We go to the people that suffer and we send them the Christ energy that they can lift above their suffering. And when possible, for the highest good of all concerned, the cause of the suffering is withdrawn. We go to droughts and we ask for rain in all those areas, populated areas, are that animals need water, filling the reservoirs and watering the crops. We go to interventions and we ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for the transmutation of toxic materials on our planet. Radioactivity, chemtrails, radio frequencies, microwaves and 5G, and again mentioning coronavirus and its mutation. We ask for anything in food, air, water, or medicine, which is negative to be transmuted, which is toxic to the well-being and health of a human. And right now, we're going to bring this energy back to ourselves. the energy that flows through the universe that's called the Christ energy or love light energy or the energy of grace 
we see it moving through source, through the universe, and through the outer energy fields of Earth, and landing on our personal rooftop. Where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy through it. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home, move it through every cubic foot of our home, asking it to transmute any negativity. We let it move along the outside of our home, making a protective energy barrier from negativity coming through our walls. And we move it through our bodies, opening our chakras, opening our hearts, Activating our DNA. We remind ourselves that we are each an aspect of the one infinite creator temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth in the middle of a dimensional shift. And most of us on this line are wanderers who chose to come to this realm to help lift the vibration in this time. And it's why you're attracted to this call. That's exactly what we're doing. And we're going to end the verbal part of this call. Leave the lines open. If you're on the phone line. And if you're on BBS, you can come back next week. Or you can listen to our calls on our phone lines. We have 10 calls a week. And they are all posted on the spiritchannel.net along with about 2,000 of our conversations with these other side sources. And thank you all for being here. Thank you for all the people that took part in the expression of this call, who took part in holding the energy And of course, thank you to Terry. And we'll see you next time. This session is no longer being recorded.